messages big time well it goes back we've talked about this before about the uh, how women have to play this balancing act between career and home how we have right. the majority of the yeah the load at home and also back in the 70s and 80s you mm-hmm. were expected to also smell really nice i guess right well and be subversive and i can bring pretty. home the bacon fry it up in a pan and never ever ever let you forget you're, you're a man, man. How do men remember that they're men? We gotta remind them by cooking cash up in a pan? Well, I don't know. It makes me think, like, if we're too powerful, does it threaten their memory? You know what I'm saying? You might remember this one from our childhood also. I'm like, waiting? What is it? What's happening? Waiting. There's a fragment that's here today and they call it Charlie. A different fragment that thinks your way, yeah, they call it Charlie. Kinda young, kinda now, Charlie. Kinda free, kinda wow, Charlie. Kinda fragment that's gonna stay and it's here now, Charlie. Charlie by Revlon, a most original fragrance. Wow. So that was from the 70s. Yes. Late but 70s and language. early 80s. Both the, of those commercials sort of strat, uh, straddled those two decades. The language used in that jingle is reminiscent of 1940s and 50s. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Is their target audience older women? Or are they hearkening back to that time when women were more domesticated because when that commercial came out women were in the workforce right. feminism was in full force that was the second wave of feminism yeah the right. 1980s yeah. so was it kind of like pulling back i don't know it's interesting well we were so young when that when those campaigns came out it's hard to know yeah welcome to the curio podcast everybody number 43. 43. So we, a couple of weeks ago, did a show about the pink tax, and it got us both really fired up. Fired up. Fired up. Specifically about, you know, lots of things, but specifically about the way that women are depicted in advertising and also the way that women are mm-hmm. advertised too. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we thought we would do sort of a a history and maybe the future also of sexist stereotypes, misogyny, blah, blah, blah in advertising. So um, what did you find out, Kimmy? Lots of things I didn't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so I had intended to create a timeline and I sat down. And started and too researching, mad. and I got mad. Well, well, yes, I could, I could. I got mad. I got mad, but I also realized, like, it's, it was there was really nothing to report because it just it was the same stuff 
throughout time. Right. Um, the same concepts, the same kind of pitches, the same sexism, although that changed. Uh, the sexualizing of women has hit a point in our modern day society that is um, that is not only pornographic. Right. Um, some of these ads are are uh, violent, violent. Yeah. And um, that freaked me the fuck out. Yes. Ads showing women being gang raped. Oh, yeah. Uh, tied up. Mm hmm. Um, looking like they're dead inside a trunk they're these are mm -hmm. these are big company these are big ads and they're very recent yeah and they're very recent and it's it blows my mind women are depicted as being not a alive b human right they're objects c a person right mm -hmm. they're objects they're objects um media sexism demeans women and it encourages violence by men. It's insidious. It's mm -hmm. in our culture. It's in our collective unconscious. Um, men see women in these mm -hmm. these advertisements and they think, oh, well, that's just a body part. That's just a hunk of flesh. That's the other thing is that they um, disem disembody. Disembody a lot of body parts. The part, disembody yeah. part thing. Sorry. That was a fucked up sentence. The... <laughs> Ads will show certain parts of women's bodies. Right. But not the whole. Just the parts that the men want to see, basically. That's baloney. It's creepy as hell. So um, in my research, I found out that in the UK, they have recently set guidelines. Oh. For... Um, ads that quote mock people for not conforming to gender stereotypes oh, which that's which might also include things like beauty products basically telling you you're not pretty enough if you're not using them things like that so they have a yeah. regulatory body there called the asa advertising standards authority um and the u.s has no such group Oh, no. We no. are very solidly free market capitalists, right? So oh, yeah. how dare we? We're um, consumers. We're not citizens. Right. Um, the only sort of recourse we have here in the U.S. is largely telling companies with our dollars whether or not we mm -hmm. agree with the way that they're advertising towards women. But... From my research, I was finding that it's actually a lot easier now with social media campaigns. Mm -hmm. um, you know, somebody could make a Facebook group or a petition and it's, you know, it can catch fire. And companies have started to listen to that sort of feedback. There was a young girl who went after Seventeen magazine. Oh, really? Yeah. And she started a movement on her own. And she said, this is, I don't want, you know. No more Photoshop and Seventeen magazine. Right. That was her campaign, and it worked, and they stopped doing it. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it was social media. It spread like wildfire. Um, groups of girls were getting together and protesting with their signs, and yeah, it was it worked. It was a good thing. So you're saying there's a tiny bit of hope, maybe? There is hope. We just, we're going to have to keep fighting for it. I feel like this. And we have to be aware, aware, aware. The sexist images have changed. So, you know, sex sells. We all know that. It's an easy and effective way for advertisers to catch somebody's attention, right? Like, yep. they've only got a few seconds to catch your attention, make you want something, blah, blah, blah. We mm -hmm. get it. 
it's a free market. You can spend your money however you spend it. But I feel like the misogyny has gotten more dangerous. You know, I had posted on our Instagram page a picture of a woman in a girdle being pulled by her hair. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about the girdle that doesn't have bones in it anymore. But... Um, so that, to me, looked violent. But when I think about the things that we see today, like car commercials where a woman's half naked and, and looks like she's dead, basically, yeah, it's more violent in my mind. And I know that some companies like Dove and things like that, they're making strides. They're trying. Right. But other companies are not. And I... It just feeds into this whole violence towards women that we were talking about before, you know, economic right. violence. And I don't know. And it's so it's it's so embedded in our society. It has been around for so long. We were desensitized to it for the most part. I mean, but there are, are they they don't you feel like you've been attacked since you were a little girl? I do now. But overall, in society, it's accepted. I mean, <clears throat> high heel shoes for little girls. Right. Um, th- you can purchase high heel shoes for babies. And bikinis, too. And bikinis, thong underwear. No. And padded bras for seven-year-old girls. No. Yes, it is absolutely true. And I remember um, when my daughter was, you know, starting to grow and she needed certain things and she wanted a padded bra and I was like no 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 and you don't need an underwire bra either because you're 11 actually no one needs an underwire nobody bra. does yes exactly <laughs> and I mean you can you the whole child part of it really gets me riled up I just, <laughs> Well, I mean, the the advertising, the gendered advertising starts at such a young age. And we've talked about this before, where uh, a commercial, like a Barbie commercial, you don't see mm-hmm. boys playing with the Barbies. Oh, no, no, no. You no. know, and like G.I. Joe or whatever, Star Wars, or, you know, mm-hmm. you don't see girls playing with those things in the commercials. And l- those commercials are being shown to little kids. They're right on during cartoons. So the kids are seeing that over and over again. Disney, and, Disney princesses. Right. I mean, they're they're all beautiful and they're all totally not real. You know what I mean? Um, babies can identify logos as early as six months old, and what? that's when the advertisers start marketing to human beings is six months old. And now these six month olds have screens in their faces all the time. Ooh, we were talking about this the other day. So it's a uh, it's a scary, <laughs> scary dystopian future you're imagining, filled with misogynistic <laughs> advertising. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's take a break right there. We'll be right back. i uh-huh. 
we're we're directed at women to get them to buy cleaning products mm-hmm. and things to take care of their families with. Yeah. And that was 1920s? 1910s, yeah. Yeah, early. Print, print started. Um, today what we, we have is this idea that women have to not only be beautiful and fit, they have to succeed at work. And also, we are still, I know there are some exceptions, but we are still carrying the majority of the workload at home. So there's this idea that not only are we um, staring at a glass ceiling with high heels on and lipstick or whatever the hell, um, there's also a sticky floor beneath us keeping us down. So it, it adds to that idea that it could be adding to the idea that uh, we're not worth as much in the in the workforce. We have our we still have our duties at home, back at home. Well, and it's it begs the question again: What came first, the chicken or the egg? The research I did suggested that advertising reflects society at large. Oh, I'm sure. But according to who? Ha- exactly. Um, <laughs> but how how does that work? I mean, are we? Are we being told by the advertisers and the marketers that that's yes. our place? Or, and here's a spin on it. And when I was a mom. You it, are a mom. When I was a mom of young children and trapped and, you know, in the cage of home. Right. That sounded bad, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I do. That was my that was my job. At one point I thought, this is one of the most important things in the whole world to do, mm-hmm. is to take care of children yeah. And a family. It's a luxury. Oh, a yeah. stay-at-home mom is a luxury. Mm-hmm. Um, she does all of the things. She does the shopping. She takes care of the kids when they're sick. She pays the bills. She tends to the house. And right. you know what I mean? It's like, it's an enorm- enormously important job. And to raise children is hard. <laughs> It is. And then you have advertisers telling you your house isn't clean enough. Your clothes don't smell nice enough. Your right. hair doesn't look shiny enough. Right. So you're you start not to up feel to like par. a failure. Yes. When in reality, every woman is trying to reach that ideal and it's not ever going to happen. No. You cannot do all of the things, at least do them all well or any of them well. If no, you're trying to do all of them. No, and we shouldn't have to be. We're humans and each human has you know, unique characteristics that makes them special and miraculous just by being so. Right. Um, I did want to mention that I found the UN has a group called the Unstereotype Campaign, which specifically researched stereotypes in advertising around the world. And what they found was only 3% of advertisements show women as leaders and only 2% convey them as intelligent. Wow. Now that's around the world. Are we still part of the UN? Uh, did, for now. Did Trump get us out of that I'm sure mess? He got us <laughs> off of the Security Council, right? Uh, Her face right now. <laughs> he pulled us out of the G8. Oh, God. I, yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Rabbit hole. What did you find out, Kimmy? Um, where'd she go? Where'd she go? I just said her name and I forgot it already. Uh, Jane Kilburn, K-I-L-B-O-U-R-N-E. 
Um, and she was one of the first women who kind of brought this to the surface. And this was back in the 60s or 70s. Mm-hmm. And the feminists at the time told her, you're wasting your time. This is ridiculous. It doesn't matter. Did they say she was wasting her time because it was an impossible task? or Because there were, bigger, there were bigger things oh, okay. to tackle. And right. she was kind of like, well, not really. This, it, this is a thread throughout our society. It's subconscious. It gets into our brains. It, it gets into everyone. kids' brains. It's everywhere. Right. It's everywhere. So um, she, was, she was really interesting, had a lot of um, resources. Um, she's the one that pointed out that um, young children are being marketed to with sexualized products like high heels, padded bras, right. et cetera. Um, and then she also pointed out that little boys are also encouraged to be ultra-masculine. And she had a slide of a, of a little boy, a baby, wearing a t-shirt that said oh no <laughs> pimp squad oh no and it and i thought holy mother of god and i know where a parent's mind is he's so cute he's going to get all the ladies right all the ladies come up to him oh he's so cute he has the attention of all the ladies but the message that that sends is not no it's just bad. Babies, it's people, just babies. Um, girls exposed to sexualized ads from a very young age are more susceptible to eating disorders, depression, and low self-esteem, which is kind of a no-brainer. Right. But think about it, people. They're exposed to sexualized images of women from the get-go, from Disney. I used to go, when I take my kids to Target or to the grocery store... I would turn magazines over. Cosmopolitan, <laughs> um, uh, women's fitness, right, all yeah. of those. Because you pull up, and this is this is when magazines were kind of a big deal because screens weren't. Mm-hmm. My God, Maxim. Oh yeah. Um, we used to take our son to uh, the barber shop with my husband, and I went once, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Right. I mean. There's half-naked women all over the magazine rack, everywhere. It, it's everywhere. And we're not, we don't see it anymore as much as we should. We just don't. You mean we're des- desensitized? We're desensitized to it. I'm just wondering, like, with, with Instagram influencers and people who are Instagram models and all these women who can manipulate their own photos and stand a certain way and... What is this doing to girls who are just constantly scrolling on their phones? Right. Seeing Instagram model after Instagram model. They're looking at those images faster than we ever could in a magazine. Exactly. It's just going in there like this subliminally. Like, oh, thin, 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 thin. Big boobs, big lips, big butts. Right. You know, whatever is in vogue at the time. Right. yeah, and that you can get apps for your phone, right, that make you look prettier. I know people for on Snapchat. social media that only take those kinds of pictures that are all always filtered. Yes, yeah, the Sorry, beauty filters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, and then that segues into the obsession with looks across the board. Snapchat, 
I mean... And again, it's a chicken and egg situation. Right. So these girls are constantly taking pictures of themselves, constantly looking in the mirror. Well, why? Don't you have something better to think about? (laughs) That's where my head goes. Like, come on. Um... Yeah, that's a whole other podcast just talking about social media and how insidious it is in yeah. this regard. Sorry, I got you um, off track. Go ahead with your notes, darling. Um, uh, women are infantilized mm-hmm. and young girls are sexualized. Mm-hmm. So Brooke Shields, famous ad right. for jeans. She was, what, 15? No, she was younger than that. Was she? Yeah. She was like 12 or 13. Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, Just, yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke it. No yeah. pun intended. Well, that's gotten a little better. It has. I'm, I kind remember. Kind of, but honey boo boo. I mean, there's, oh, the, there's God, the whole. I forgot about that. There's the whole fucking beauty pageant thing that happens in places that I've never experienced. Um. <laughs> Yeah, where these girls are made up and their hair is curled and they spend the majority of their free time um, getting ready or thinking about their looks or being told how their hair is going to be curled or dyed. or <sighs> Humans are really interesting. Yeah, it makes me, it makes me really frightening. It makes you um, frightening? It makes, yeah, it's going to make me frightening. To everybody else. You're going to go off on one of your famous rants right now. I know it. <laughs> so men, men are now, these days, currently, men are also sexualized to oh, yeah. a degree. Um, but the difference is, is that they are not in jeopardy of being raped or assaulted. Right. Um, they might be. There's a slim chance, but. Straight white males are not in jeopardy of these things. Right overall women walk around with a heightened sense of their surroundings in public mm-hmm. um we there there's a certain degree of fear involved in everyday a life threat assessment exactly yes. yes yeah and that doesn't happen for men no and then you get into the power piece of it well that's very convenient for men to have a bunch of frightened women running around but something's got to change. We can't keep going like this. There's got to be men that realize that's not right. There are. And they're out there. And I wish that they would speak up more. But they do benefit from the system as it is. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. What would happen if we got rid of all of the scantily clad models and we took the Kardashians off the air and... <laughs> Come on, they're they're perpetrators beyond belief. Oh God, yeah. That's all that they're about. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And people will argue differently, but I'm sorry. Remember when Kim Kardashian had her greasy ass all over the fucking internet? <laughs> that shit pissed me off. Every time I logged on to something, there's Kim Kardashian's greasy ass again. You know what? I don't want to see that. Put that shit away. Find a fucking steamer trunk for that. Zipper! Zipper off! Like, enough! Enough! And porn is totally accessible across the board. I mean, it's everywhere. It's You don't have to sneak your dad's Playboy anymore. You just open up a screen. 
wondering how porn actors make money anymore if it's just free. Is it advertising or something? I think I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm not in the whole porn world. I don't know how that goes down. I thought you were a high-profile porn producer, Kimmy. (sighs) Nope, not in this lifetime. (laughs) Yeah, and just the whole like you know Botox and fake eyelashes Mm -hmm. and tattooed makeup and boob jobs and cement in your keister and removing fat and. stapling your stomach and it goes on and on and on and these things are primarily for women mm-hmm. you don't see men do it very often they no. might get a pec implant here and there right or a calf implant yeah or and something. i yeah. and but over the i mean look at donald trump and melania right just there's the perfect example he is an unhealthy sloth-like orange God awfully unhealthy, burbly, jiggly golf man. Troll. Troll. His hair looks like troll hair. His hair does look like troll hair. And she's fucking gorgeous. Right. And so just look at that relationship. What is she getting out of it? Money. Money, yeah. Money. She's using what she's got to cash in in the material world Mm -hmm. they obviously don't care about her he he's a he's a misogynist duh duh you know what i mean he's cheated on all of his wives for someone younger and prettier and younger and prettier right which is every man's fantasy right right and they and i believe some men believe it's their right oh yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like so that's just horrible (laughs) that is just horrible sorry is that your scientific assessment there's so much there's just so many examples and ways to go with this it's just it's disheartening at some point it's just like so uh, you had mentioned um that you came up with some ideas i did (laughs) so when i had to stop the research and I needed some... Uh, because your brain was going to explode? My brain was going to explode. I was just so angry. I wanted to, like, run into the world and break things. Right. Okay. So um, so I created a, a, a little creative um, uh, antidote for myself. And that was to think of 1950s-esque ads. Yeah. So everybody get that in your head. Okay. Got it. So, Yeah perfect everything's perfect clean lines colors Mm -hmm. um uh, but with a little twist do it kimmy i want to hear it okay let me find the notes sorry ziggy okay advertising ideas 1950s advertising ideas to empower women uh tagline men who needs them 1950s style ad for vibrators. <laughs> just imagine these hitting just in real time today. How would they be received? I wonder. Hmm. Okay, shirtless, photoshopped guy looking under the hood of a car, woman looking at him from behind. He's still looking for my G spot, but at least he can change the oil in my Benz. Oh. Tagline. Tagline. 
the thrill of a lifetime. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> Professional woman behind a desk, feet up. Look of disgust. Scrawny white guy approaching with a tray of coffee, dainty cup, cream and sugar. Insert. An insert in an ad is, you know, it's like a, it's not part of the main picture. The right. insert is common. You know who common is? Who common is? Right. Yeah, I love him. I do too. <laughs> insert common holding a steaming mug of black coffee. <laughs> tagline she likes hers black and strong nothing else will do wow coffee ad man suit and tie in front of computer honey how do i convert to a pdf again <laughs> woman looming over him eyes rolling tagline so easy even a man can do it adobe oh god but wait there's more Man, scrubbing toilet bowl. This is all 50s uh, style. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Man, scrubbing toilet bowl. Woman looming from behind a dark silhouette. Hands on hips. Tagline. Leaves you more time to shave and primp. Clorox toilet tablets for the tank. <laughs> Doug, you walked in at the perfect time. Uh, good looking guy. Picking fruit, a basket by his side, no shoes on, in an orchard. Oh. Mm hmm Eating a peach with a look of ecstasy on his face. Two women on a tractor adjacent. Tagline, the fun way to be healthy. Peach Growers Association. That one's a little <laughs> abstract. Uh, unfit, shirtless man looking into a full-length mirror, sadly tagline turn that frown upside down gold's gym but these are all i mean if you switch it i know i feel sad for these men right right woman sitting on a chair feet on ottoman man painting her toes <laughs> tagline finally a polish made for a man's hands revlon nail polish Oh, strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. And the last one is, at the beach, a group of women leer at a fit man walking by. Obese man in foreground looking down at his feet, dejected. Tagline, too many hamburgers makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> Add for dull packaged salad. That's it. And then I felt better. You've missed your calling. You should be in advertising. <laughs> After looking at all of those ads, and I went through time, you know, like timelines of ads that right. were just horrible, so demeaning. Women being spanked, hair being dragged around by their hair. I saw one that I almost wanted to scream. It was for Hertz car rental, and it was geared towards men, businessmen on business trips. And the copy was talking about how um, how horrible it is that men, busy men, have to deal with stupid women <gasps> at the at car the rental counter. counter. So Hertz has been training their women, and they don't let them out into the public until they're fully trained. And they've got something behind that cute smile. 
Wow. They, they could even point you in the right direction and show you where to go on a map. And I was like, wouldn't a man already know that? How to get somewhere from a map? Oh, I guess not. <laughs> so it wasn't enough to just sexualize them. Were they sexualized, the women in so the there ad? So there was no woman. There wasn't a photo. It was a picture of a car, and then the rest of it was just copy. Okay, that's interesting. It was like a magazine ad or something. Huh. But it was just all about how Hertz, they're basically revolutionizing car rental by by training the women to be a little bit smart instead of just pretty. That's interesting. I wonder how successful that ad was. Who knows? Because if they had had some hottie behind the counter, they, there would have been an immediate um, connection with the man. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I did some research into advertising techniques across the board. Right. And um, it's, you know, they've got seconds to get you oh, yeah. dialed in. Right. And that's why sexualizing works because it's quick. It's quick. Right. Um, lots of words typically don't, don't, um, are not as successful. Right. Hmm. Yeah. When I was thinking of like, when I started to get overwhelmed by the misogyny that continues to this day in advertising, I, I was sitting on my bed going, okay, so what does advertising look like then if it's not hypersexualized? And you know, some companies are really trying. Mm-hmm. But I got to this like dystopian sort of future where it was just like a picture of a box of soap or something and it just said it works, you know, like right. Like completely devoid of emotion or a hook to get you hooked in, like Truth in advertising would just be the picture of the thing. Right. And what it really does, not, mm-hmm. you know. I was not as creative as you. I I also thought about um, the other day. We, Cass and I went to LACMA yesterday. And Tell it was, people what LACMA was, is. They might not know. Oh, the L.A. County Museum of Art. Okay. And it was wonderful. It was amazing. It was. Beautiful day. It was a beautiful day, and the art was really awesome because it's awesome art (laughs) (laughs) anyway so I had before we left um I was thinking so what's the what's the opposite of advertising advertising is designed to be manipulative it is designed to get you to buy into a concept an idea to to buy a product um it's designed to engage you in a very manipulative way Mm -hmm. So what's the opposite of that? What do we have in our society that is the opposite of art? And No, the opposite of advertising. The opposite of advertising. I just gave away the answer. Anyway, so I was standing in front of Andy Warhol's Campbell's Soup Can. And I thought, duh, <laughs> it's fucking art. And that was one of the statements that he, he made was trying to make, yeah. with the soup cans and the reproductions, the screen prints, the, you know, the uh, repetitiveness of right. those pieces mm-hmm. was your cattle, people. Your sheep. Yeah. Your sheep. Mm-hmm. You're just one of a billion. And so whereas advertising, advertising comes at us and it um, appeals to our fears mm-hmm. mostly our fears insecurities insecurities our um, desires mm-hmm. um, self-image etc 
art comes at us totally wide open and it says you need to think right think about this Mm -hmm. stop and think Mm -hmm. and also we were looking at um posters for um art institutes i can't remember what it was it was a specific um, oh was it the cal the um modern california art uh, graphic design yes Yes. yeah yeah so those were really interesting Mm -hmm. just the way they were designed and they were not they were informational right they were art that was informative right and um there's nothing sexual about it whatsoever Mm -mm. nothing it was all about design and everything that that encompasses Mm -hmm. so wow yeah hmm i guess we'll end it there I don't feel any better. I don't know why I think I should be feeling better after all that. Well, awareness. Awareness. Awareness right. is important. Right. It's it's important to be aware and to resist it. I just wish that I could control the world already. Why oh. won't they just give me control of the whole world, Kimmy? Well, maybe you do to some degree. <laughs> Scientists have discovered that our perceptions shape reality. Ooh. Yeah. Getting deep, Kimmy's yeah. getting deep. Getting deep, Kimmy's getting deep. find us wait they've already found us because they're listening uh-huh <laughs> you found us in addition go to curiopodcast.org where kimmy so diligently and maniacally <laughs> not so diligently <laughs> lately updates for her she makes excellent blog posts actually she's awesome.